Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This is the Miller Report with Suzanne Miller on the Red Apple Podcast Network. And now, here's Suzanne Miller. Well, I'm really excited about today's show because my guest today is one of my favorite all-time clients. He's been a client of my company for decades. And welcome to The Miller Report. I'm Suzanne Miller. The Miller Report is a weekly podcast sponsored by WABC. We talk to business leaders about real estate because real estate is the single most important investment anyone could make in their lifetime. I've had so many wonderful guests on this show. We've talked to the best of the best the chairmen, the CEOs, the tycoons. But today we're going to talk to somebody, a very personal guest of mine. He's been an international investor of Empire State Properties for the last 25 years. He lives in Bologna, Italy. He's the chairman of CRIF. CRIF is the fourth largest credit company in the world. They own buildings, hotels, castles, and palaces. They have almost 7,000 employees and they operate in 30 countries. I can't think of a more qualified person to discuss international real estate other than with Larry Howell. Larry, thank you for coming on the Miller Report. How are thank you? Thank you, Suzanne. It's great to be here. Buongiorno. Wish you were <laughs> over here. It's almost getting wine time over here. We're later than you. And that's when I need you around, Suzanne. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. I'm getting on the next flight, Larry. We did do that, I think, 25 years ago, Thanksgiving in Bologna. I remember. I remember. That's right. That's right. Exactly. So, Larry, I know we've known each other for decades and you've invested with us, but you consider yourself an astute investor. I laugh when you say you stalk real estate. Like, what does that mean? Okay. So, so let me tell you, I'll give you an actual example. I have a good friend that lives in in St. Simon's Island, Georgia. And uh, he's been trying to convince me to come down there and buy something. So what I did, uh, I went down, stayed with him and I looked at real estate. I spent about five days looking around and then I knew the areas and everything. And then I go into the mode, which I call stalking, which means I go to Zillow, I start saving things and I start looking at every single day, every morning when I get to have coffee, I stalk what's going on on the island of new listings on the island. And I keep doing that. And I did that in New York and I do it everywhere. And if any place, I'm thinking of a buying or investing. It's stalking real estate. Well, where have you invested? Which countries? Well, definitely in Italy, uh, in the United States. I've made some in other areas that didn't work out that well. But uh, I would say to me, the best in well, let's put it this way. The best investment I've ever made was with you in New York. You you made me rich and many other people's rich too, Suzanne. I don't know if you realize that, but that's, that's been the best. That's yeah. been the best business investment in real estate, and I would say the best personal investment in real estate has been here in Italy. That's great. So you're living in Italy, and people are probably asking you, your friends, if they should invest in New York. What advice do you give yeah. them? Yeah, I always start out by asking them why. 
And, and what I found, uh, not only in personal, but in business, if you ask someone why three times, not once, but three times, you finally will get to the real reason why. And from that, then I can start giving them advice. Are you going to use this uh, home or apartment yourself? Is it for an investment? Do you want to try to make money on it? So I always say that it's always best to do what I do is if you're really interested, go to New York, find the area in New York. Don't just say Manhattan. No, find the area exactly, maybe Times Square. Where do you want to be in New York? And then start looking at real estate there, all the new listings for that area. So what about the the reverse? So many clients that are, that I have and friends are getting dual passports because the United yeah. States is going through such turbulence right now. So do you think it's a good time to buy in Italy or Europe? Like, what are you hearing about that? In Italy, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> get, get, get your credit card ready, Suzanne. <laughs> Now might be the time to pull the trigger. I, I do the same thing. I tell you what I, I asked about. I just had somebody recently kind of hold me. They said, um, my my niece wants to buy a place in Italy. I want to know what is their lifestyle? What are they doing now? Are they in a big city now? Are they in New York? Are they in a small city? Are they working? When they come here, are they going to work? So I asked like a million questions. So I, I, I told my friend, I said, get them on the phone with me and let me ask them a lot of things. And then you can start narrowing it down. What do they really want? Are they really going to live here and work here? Are they going to come here and do a sabbatical? Are they running away from home? You know, that's like I thought about doing many times, but never did. So, but but you got to really understand their lifestyle because it's very different here. Very, very different. I know, but I remember like years ago when I was there trying to invest, if you want to do any renovation, the bureaucracies, it's, it's like it's, it's trying to build something or fix something in Rome. It seems to be impossible. How do you get any renovations done? Well, it's it's improved, but you got to work within the system. It's it's as if you're buying a historical home somewhere, and it says you know the Preservation Society. The big plaque is outside. You've got to go by those rules then, and you've got to find a builder or a renovator who goes by those rules, and they know how to do it. So it's complicated. And and the one thing I would say is if you come over here, you've got to have patience. And I'll repeat it again: patience. Patience, patience. When I lived and worked in New York, I had zero patience, none, because patience to me in New York meant procrastination. So over right. here, you've got to work within the system, be patient and just work through it and have time. Don't come over and say, I'm going to buy something. And now I got to go home next week. That just doesn't work. Well, with the siestas and the red wine, it's pretty hard to not have patience in Italy, I guess. <laughs> I've learned but more like, patience than you can imagine. <laughs> I, I need to learn to do that. But seriously, Larry, if I was going to invest in Italy, are there companies that are going to rent these apartments? Do you think really this is the good time to get income producing properties outside the U.S.? The answer for income producing, I would say no. For your lifestyle and living or second or third or fourth home, yes. Because if you're not here, it'd be like buying something in uh, in New York that wasn't in Executive Plaza's program, for example. It just doesn't work. You know, you've got to have somebody to take care of it, to watch it, to get things done. So, so I don't really recommend investing for investment for personal reasons and invest your money in New York to make the money to come over here. Exactly. But probably appreciation. You probably get some appreciation right now with the yes. euro and the dollar so you could buy and then hold it. 
Would that be some yes. good advice? Uh, it would be, but again, you've got to have somebody over here to help you with it that you trust. And uh, and it's really a challenge if you don't speak the language over here. It's like my friends from here saying, I'm going to New York. And I say, but you don't even speak English. They go, well, I'll figure it out. Well, you'll figure it out a little bit, but uh, not to get work done. So so it's uh, I, I, I would buy for a second home over here now. And you will get the appreciation, but but try to use it. And, and I always tell people, if you're not going to use something three months out of the year, use Airbnb or get partners to do it with you. Find a group that really likes Italy that are in the same, let's say, income or wealth class that you are and split it. Do it with another or two or three or four. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So what about this, Larry? I'm reading that you could buy a home in Sicily for $1. Like, what's the catch? No, 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 no. It's 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 actually one euro. So oh. it's a dollar ten cents. See, you're already trying to get a discount. It's a dollar ten cents. Come on. What I'll, is I'll that? Give you an extra what's dime. <laughs> so what is yeah, that? Like, what it is? <laughs> no, no. Actually, it's uh, Musoletti, uh, which is in Sicily. It's an ancient city. Tie up on a hill, and uh, after things you remember, things are very old over here. After the Second World War, many of those homes were abandoned in that city. They're stone homes, and they were abandoned. And the city, because it's just kind of dying, and so to try to stimulate to get people to do it, you can buy a home for one euro, dollar ten cents. Uh, you have three months to renovate it, uh, three years to renovate it. Population there is about 11,000 people. They advertise it. Uh, I know they say it's a planned chance to experience culture, tradition, slow and relaxing lifestyle, and one of the most peaceful and safest lands in the world. And it's really true. It's a very, very good thing. But if you don't, let's say, complete the renovation in five years, there's a penalty. It's a $5,000 penalty that you would have to pay. So you should really commit being a retirement thing or something where you can work from here or something like that, where you commit to it and you stay until it's finished and go through it. And even better, do some of the work yourself. You know, it could be fun doing that. Uh, like I, I'm buying a place across the street from me right now. I have a worker who's doing it and I help him. Now, what does that mean? I hand him the tools while he's up on the ladder. That's about all the help I give. But, but I'm involved in it. I'm helping them with it. So I think everybody should be buying this. Is it really just to create a community? Like, what is the what's the catch? I'm still not getting it. One dollar. One dollar. The, the catch is you've got to renovate it, and the facade on the outside has to be exactly the way it used to be, just like an historical uh, home. That's I the catch. See. You can't just go in and change the outside. The outside has to stay the same. Inside, you can do whatever you want to do at the outside, and it'll bring people because the town those towns slowly die. Uh, unless they do something like this. I like that. Maybe we need to do that um, in some parts of New York. Yeah, exactly. So, Larry, now I know you are in charge of a castle, and there's a lot yes. of tourists coming. Tell us about that. I'm so intrigued. Well, uh, it's the one, if you remember way back, Suzanne, it's the one, uh, it's called Palazzo Bariana, uh, and I'll spell it. It's V-A-R-I-G-N-A-N-A, which means 
Palace of Variana. If you go in and Google and do Palace of Variana, it should come up and then put Bologna. Uh, I was built in 1705. My friend and I were out looking at a, a summer home for our families. He financially left me in the dust. And now he's he bought the castle himself. He's renovated it. It has 150 rooms now. Uh, six independent villas, uh, multi-million dollar vill- villas, four restaurants, two spas. Uh, we have we make olive oil there. We have uh, 150,000 olive trees. Uh, we make about 60,000 liters of olive oil. And uh, we have five-star restaurant and it's a five-star resort. It's, uh, <laughs> it's quite a place and still Who's growing about a thousand acres of land. Who's traveling? What do you see? Who's coming there? Who are the well, tourists? Uh, let's say before the Ukraine war, there was a lot of Russians were coming uh, and, and had a lot of money to spend. Now it's really people in Italy that were so tired of COVID and being stuck in the house. And this is very open. This is not like a, a hotel. It's a resort. You, you have jogging trails. Uh, you have everything there just to get out and get away for the weekend. A lot of conventions, we have weddings there. Just recently, the Lamborghini Club from UK uh, drove down, all their members drove down in their Lamborghinis and spent a week there. So all different things, but uh, it's very full right now. So a lot of business. And what are the rates? Uh, it would. It's not cheap. So it would be in, let's say the two, the range could start at about, depends on the time of the year, $200 a night. And you can go up to uh, $600 a night, or you can have a villa or in the $1,000 a night ranges. But they, you know, they're multi, one of them is seven bedrooms, for example, all renovated completely, completely, completely renovated. So sounds great. I want to come. I I'll, so, I'm going to switch on the porch light waiting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving it. So, uh, you know, everybody I talk to is going to Italy this year. It's like even the Hamptons is slow because the international travel is off the charts. People are in Capri. Yes. They're everywhere. They're all over Europe. They're in Greece. And they it's just become like the hot people. They're, they're pent up demand of not traveling. People are in Europe right now. So yes. what is the, tell me what, like people are listening to this and it's my fantasy and so many others to really live in Italy. You're born in America, but you live in Italy. I know right. you can't take that much time, but tell us what it's really like. I want, I want to hear from you who's moved there what it's like to live in Italy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, let's start with the city you're going to live in. I would not want to live in certain tourist cities. There's just too many tourists. Yeah. Good for business, but not good to live. Rome, for example, overrun with tourists. Florence, crowded, overrun with tourists. Venice, they're going to have to start charging you admission to get into Venice. It's so bad. That the, the boats that you, you take to get around Venice, the, the local people can't even get on them. It's so busy. The city I like best is where I live right now. It's a living, walkable city, which is Bologna. It's famous for food. I live just outside the historical area. And the historical areas used to be surrounded by castle walls. Uh, the walls are gone now. Some of the walls are still there, but they're gone. But all the castle doors that you used to go into are still there and preserved going around. And I like it. I like uh, Manhattan, for example. I like to go out and see people on the street. I don't like to be in a dead city. I like to be able to sit outside, have a drink. Uh, we have archways here. Everything is covered with archways. Um, and so I think it's a great city to live in if you're going to live somewhere. They blindfolded you and took it off. You would say, I'm in Europe somewhere. Maybe I'm in Paris. I'm not sure where I'm at exactly. But it doesn't have the look 
of a, a Roman Italian city at all. And it would be, you go there if you want a job and you want to make the money. Was that Milan? Milan, yes. That That's your money place. So, so let's say if what? you lived here and you said, now, Larry, now I want to invest in real estate and I'm not going to live there. It's just going to be an investment. I would say Milan. And I would say the reverse, New York. If somebody just wants to invest. So you're saying the companies are in Milan? The, if if you want to live, I have one daughter who, who you know, uh, Nicole, she lives and works in Milan. You say, well, why not Bologna? Because the jobs are in Milan and the money is in Milan for the jobs. Got it. Same as Manhattan. It. People asked me one time, they said, I know you weren't born in, in Manhattan or New York. Why did you end up there? You know what my answer is? I followed the money. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So you're saying that you could get income-producing properties in Milan because companies are there. Yes, yes. But then you got to tell me how you're going to manage it, okay? You can get a management company, but uh, it's, you know, the same as you could say, well, you can buy something in New York and you get a management company. Okay, but do you speak any Italian? Can you communicate? You know, most of them in Milan do speak English. So that's a, that's a major business city. And to do business over here, you've got to speak English. You have to. So you're saying that my company needs to come to Milan and open offices and speak Italian. Yes. And then you have to find some great deals for me, you know, that I can invest. I like that. So Larry, we got a lot of people listening to this and people don't even really understand what income producing properties are like and you're a foreign investor. So can you just tell the audience about how that's been and what that is like? And don't bullshit, be honest, because we want to be uh, no, I no, I think, uh, you know, it's, it's like everybody, I just had a friend, let's say, for example, uh, I'm going to use the U.S. as an example. They said, I just bought a home a condo in Orlando, Florida, and they live in Mexico. And I said, okay, fine. Are you going to use it? Well, we can't go there that much. What are you going to do? Well, it's going to be an Airbnb. And I look at it and say, you know what? There's no money in that, in my opinion. And, and it's it's a pain. Who's going to let them in? And they have all these quick answers. Oh, they'll put a combination on the door and and all this. And it just doesn't work. So, so to me, the best thing I did, and this is a sales pitch for you, but it's the truth, is buy an executive plaza. Why? Because you manage the units and you have corporate clients. That's a huge difference. Now you have individual clients too, but Suzanne, I bought my first condo there in 93. I bought the second in 94. I bought two more in 96. And the last one I bought there was in 2009. And you've rented them the whole time. They're almost always rented. They never set empty at all. And here's a key thing. I have never lost $1 in rent from somebody not paying. That's phenomenal. Yeah. Not one dollar. I have other people who have real estate investments. Oh, that was a nightmare. I couldn't get them out of the place. Uh, it was horrible. I had to pay them to leave. I haven't lost a dollar in that whole time. So, so yeah, you need something that runs like Executive Plaza runs. You need that type of thing. That's what I'm talking about. Best. Just you know, go out and buy a bunch of real estate and then try to find tenants for it, and they're moving in, they're moving out. It's uh, no. I, I want to manage the building. 
building. And I prefer a building to where most of the people in the building are not really living there. They we're all in the same boat and we're all in sync together. So we'll want to keep the building upgraded. Because sometimes you'll have a condo and these, some of the people will say, well, I don't want to spend that extra money. The lobby's fine. No, 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 no. An investor will say, make the lobby the best you can make it. Because this is we're, this is all about making money. Make it look good. Make the units no. look good. You know, listeners, I did not put Larry up to this, but it really is the truth. It really is the truth because we're dealing with corporate tenants. So a corporate tenant is not going to not pay the rent. And that is probably our receivables are 100 percent. And we do get corporate tenants. And I think Larry has been one of my favorite investors. The thing is that you've listened to me always renovate, do. And as long as you listen to the advice of your manager, I think you'll continue to do well. And I love the way you've renovated your apartments. And thank you for being an investor and a client and a friend. And thank you for coming on the Miller Report. And I thank you. It's my pleasure. Hope to see you over here. I hope the listeners think about coming to Italy. Come here, look around, and then start stalking some real estate over here. (laughs) (laughs) Love it, Larry. Thank you. Thanks a million, Suzanne. Great to talk to you. Bye-bye. Dear listeners, thank you for coming on my podcast. If you like what you're listening to, please download, subscribe, and share. Thank you so much. Bye.